It's your boy Corey Nose, C H O R E Y Nose, aka the Granny Panty Dropper, aka Culture the Yeah, aka Corey, Corey, save my life, aka My Gap is your grandmother's clitoris pillow. What's happening? How's it going, son? Shit, it's going hot down. Shit. I'm bite, I'm bite from the hot ass sun and humidity and random rainstorms. You know what I'm saying? How's things with you? They yeah, alright. You know, still waiting. Tired. Getting more and more tired by the day, but mm. it's all it's all going fine. I'm just, you know. I got another week. And then after that we'll be having to figure out how to get him out of there. <laughs> I'ma let him have his time, but uh after his time pass if it passed, he had to come on out. Man. So probably enjoying it in now. It's Man. like, yes, no responsibilities. Sorry. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. You got to come on out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I ain't did Literally have not done anything. Because, um, you know, you don't want to go too far or be too far away from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Just in case. So, I ain't did nothing. I just been around the house. Chilling. Pretty much. No big stories this time. Shit, neither no do I. Neither do I. Other than going to the House of Mouse. House of Mouse? Yeah, man. That's what they call it. Disney. Is it? I think. <laughs> or oh, that is the, the the channel. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't know. Don't get me on. I can tell you the last time I watched the Disney Channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm ready for... Um, damn it. I'm ready for what you call the drop. I know that today. What? 7 o'clock. Um... The Suicide Squad. The movie? Yeah. It, come, it comes out today? Yep. 7. 7 a.m.? P.m. Tonight. Right now? Yeah. Oh, you said yeah. waiting for it like it ain't seven eighteen. Hey, man, shit. I got lost in sauce. So I've been gone for a week. <laughs> I've been in the heat. I was like, wait, I'm confused. Yep, come out. Yeah, so it's out already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come watch that shit as soon as I go home. I can't keep up with all the shit that's coming out nowadays. I see, like, trailers and stuff. Yeah. And I just wait for it to for me to see it like on the main screen or something because I can't keep up no more. It's so much shit. Like especially Netflix, they don't even show like trailers or anything. They just throw stuff up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get up there and it'd be like new season. What you call it? Is like, damn. I you know I, I don't even watch Netflix. I do. 
I got an account. The only reason why I have accounts there is because people are using it. They either pay me money or I'm using some of theirs. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I still watch it. Just depends on what I'm watching. But, I mean, even all the other ones, they still... I don't ever see... It's very random that I see, like, trailers. But, like I said, I don't pay attention to the dates. Yeah. Because it's so much stuff that's coming out now and going straight to you know, streaming. So I just wait until I like see it or somebody's talking about watching watching mm-hmm. it or have watched it or whatever and I'm just like, okay. But, yeah, maybe we'll watch that tonight then. Yeah, I gotta work. Gotta go to Asheville in the morning. So I've been off for doing nothing for a whole week. So I went to work out today. I was like, hmm <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna go as hard. I got shit to do. I'm tired. But also, you know, my shoulders are starting to look nice. My chest, I maxed out on the bench today, 205. It doesn't seem like a lot to a lot of people, but when you have tendonitis in your shoulder and you can't lift in my arm like I want to, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, I might get 250 by the winner. How's it going? Just wrapping it out. So, yep. Huh. Trying to be strong. My goal is looking like Shamar Moore by my uh, 34th birthday. I've been saying I was going to look like Shamar Moore for the past <laughs> five summers, and it hasn't came to, to fruition yet because I can't stop drinking or eating food late at night. <laughs> He's always been in good shape. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to dance like that nigga. He look goofy. Yeah, he can't dance at all. But it's like, he do look goofy, but it's also entertaining. Because mm-hmm. I remember when he used to be on, uh, what you call it, Soul Train. And I'd be like, this dude cannot dance. Man. But it's just, I don't know. It just looks like he having fun. So yeah. it don't really matter if he can really dance or not. It's just like, he up there jamming. And that's all that matters. But yeah, he can't dance. That's white folk, man. We had EDM night. That's like, white people really don't have a concept of rhythm. But they be having a ball. Mm-mm, they just be jamming. Like, it don't matter. You know, they just hear the music. They not listening for no beat mm-hmm. or nothing. They just hear the music and they just move their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> it don't matter what they do. <laughs> Or how they doing it? Oh man, that motherfuckers play that song move. Yo, body girl, but mm-hmm. who what group is that? Uh, Lumity. Yeah, let me say. There's nothing like a worm in a frying pan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is an easy song to catch the beat. I can't dance, so I can catch a little rhythm. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got rhythm, you just ain't got rhythm. It don't matter. I said, woof. I said, that's crazy. They got shit without drums, and y'all still can't catch. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Poor kids. <laughs> I know the other day I was like, damn, please let my son at least like to dance. Man. He ain't got to be like super into choreo or yeah. like, you know, doing TikTok dances and stuff. But I would love it if he like, you know, just like music like I do, like yeah. deep into music like I am and like at least like to like jam out mm-hmm. with music, you know, he can. Yeah. If he go to college or in high school and he go to a party, he ain't just standing there with a cup in his hand the whole night. You know, like... Yeah. So... What I'm starting to gather is your kids are going to start... Your kids naturally going to take interest in stuff that you like. Yeah. So, if you and baby daddy keep, you know, y'all both dance, he, y'all in here popping lock, he might take an interest to it. Nah, it's just me. Oh, <laughs> so, that's why I'm like, I hope that he, he get that from me. Yeah. Because, I mean, he likes music. Um... I, don't, I wouldn't say that he liked it as much as I do. Mm-hmm. But he don't dance, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would love to. 
at least when he's young. You know, when you get, like I said, some dudes grow out of it and they think they're too cool to dance. Yeah. Oh, whatever. But it would make my day if he, if I at least knew that he could. Mm-hmm. That way I'm like, you know, like that, go to the club and act like that. <laughs> we know you can dance, but it's yeah. fine. You, you said TikTok dance. Every time I see someone on TikTok, they look like a full body workout. Uh, yeah, they be doing too much. What the fuck is that? They be doing, they be doing too much. They be doing way too much. But damn, I remember Superman was the hardest thing to do. Now looking at this shit, I'm looking at it and get tired. Okay. Shit. Even back then, there was some dances that were super simple, and I'd still be like, uh, I can't do this shit. Man. But. Tell you, let me get too many drinks. I can't catch the damn snap then. Well, shit. Oh, God. Got the A, bro. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a video of me and Ben. We was playing, like, some of the shit from Drumline. Mm-hmm. You say they going left to right. My black ass going right to left. I said, ooh. Oh, God. I turn I said, ah, oh, shit. My mom said, I heard your ass up there cussing because you fucked up. I said, you right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Poor guy. Hey, man. Yeah. Like I said, I, I just hope that he's at least super into music yeah. like I am. Like a variety of music. And it's not some randomness. Yeah. What's up, Kiss My 007? What's happening? But, um... And like to, you know, at least jam out to music or something. I don't mm. know how to describe it. Like I said, he ain't got to want to be on no dance team or do choreo or, you know, be into all TikTok dances or whatever app it's going to be when he gets when he gets older. But, you know, as long as we can go to a wedding reception mm. and have fun, then it's, it's cool. Man, motherfucker asked me, you going to dance at your wedding? Absolutely not. <laughs> For real? I'm going to sit my black ass down like I would do anywhere else. Y'all have fun. I'm going to sit down. I'm ready to go. Oh, that's it. That's me. But speaking of like different music, I've been listening to like a lot of uh, black soft rock. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro. Those? Huh? Hey, those? Hey, this should be heat. I found this one little playlist. I'll jam to this shit, boy. It's like, I'm going to download all this shit. <laughs> The thing that makes me mad, people had a music on there and it's just hella singles and no albums. I was like, mm. I just want to listen to a complete body of work. I don't want to have to make a playlist because mm. I just found you on a playlist. That's some bullshit. Mm. Yeah. So. I don't know. I ain't been doing much of nothing. I haven't been listening to a podcast, really. I haven't been listening to, like, no new music. Because I'm used to doing that stuff at work. Yeah. You know, I'm used to, like, being like, all right, I'm checking out this album at work. Or so-and-so podcast drop. I'm going to listen to that at work. So... Now that I be around here, it's weird walking around with my AirPods in. And if I put it over the speaker, you know, I'm in and out of different rooms. So I'm not really, really listening. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm, like, cooking. But I'm falling behind. Yeah. You feel like me uh, when I was laid off. The only podcast I, like, made the time to listen to was Joe Buttons. Yeah, see, with me, it's just my gaming podcast. I've been trying to keep up with just because they're kind of short. Yeah. Or, um... There's one that I listen to that's pretty long, but I'll listen to it, like, on my commute to the doctor <laughs> and back. And then I'll listen to it again, like, the next day when I'm driving somewhere or something. But other than that, mm-mm. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. But, uh, this week, you guys, we are coming to you with another hot topic. Uh, it's basically called Good Partner and Good Person. Um, and we're basically going to talk to you guys about, like, what makes a person a good person what makes a partner a good partner and do the two coincide like 
of just because a person is a good person does that mean they're going to be a good partner to you or just because a person is a good partner does that mean that they're necessarily a good person yeah because sometimes they can be a good partner and then out in the world they're not necessarily you know they don't necessarily give that same energy to other shit out in the world so that's what we're talking about this week and uh so this week's episode is basically just for people to like for people that are wondering like how you have a partner that's so cool with like their friends and family and stuff mm-hmm. and then when it comes to treating you the way you want to be treated <laughs> they kind of slack off you know what I'm saying yeah. it's different energies to give the different types of relationships and stuff like that so we're going to get into that today so we'll start off with uh, who gave you the idea that a good partner well a good person will make a good partner like, have you ever thought that no I've been told the, the opposite I've been told that like I'm a good person, but I'm not a good partner. And I agree with <laughs> agree with the person. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a better off as a friend than uh, your boyfriend. Because mm-hmm. I already know you set your expectations of me up here. Mm-hmm. If you it was podcast land, I have I have like a six eight wingspan. My hands over my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but reality, I'm down here at the bottom. I'm nothing. So. Um, I've had quite a few people tell me that. Like, yeah, you're a shitty boyfriend, but you're a great person. Like, da 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 I'm like, yeah, because I don't fit into what you think a man should, well, your partner should be. Because I think outside the box. So I've had that uh, said to me several times. But I guess you look for certain values in a person and hope that those values carry on to y'all being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's very true. Do you think that um? Well, before I ask you that, I think that uh. I know a lot of dudes that are like, great friends, but would I try to hook them up with one of my friends? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, or like, they're good friends, and I know their relationships suck. Yeah, you know, even if they're in one now, I'm just like, ain't no way I'd be dealing with you as a boyfriend. But, you know they're my homies or mm-hmm. you know I know that they're good people but I'm just like you know the the translation between being a good person and being a good partner is clearly different like they yeah. don't coincide and one don't make the other they can but don't necessarily I think it just you know it also comes into like how the person values their relationship yeah and, you know some people they value their friendships and their family a lot more than their more right than their relationship. relationship. That's so, a fact. Um, what was I going to say? Do you think that's more common in women or men? That, like, there's that separation between being a good person and a good partner? Hmm. Okay. I think it's probably more common in men. Uh, I think, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But from my experiences, I think a lot of women have like this fairy tale type of uh, view or image on how they want their relationships to be mm-hmm. or what they partner to be. And that expectation might exceed what that person that they're dealing with is capable of or what they've shown them already. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had conversations in previous episodes about uh, getting past me and somebody's representative. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and being with them. Excuse me. I think some chicks hold on to that representative because that's the that, that's what they dream of instead of going on to accepting that person for who they are. And I think men just, for me and, and dudes that I know, like we see what shit is for what it is. So like. Do you mean the representative that women make up for the guy that they're trying to date? Yeah, or the not dude. Not who the dude. Yeah, they're looking at it. Yeah, they're looking at that image that they made for the guy, and not okay. accepting the and not really looking at who the who guy really is. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, I think also like I think men do that also mm-hmm. because I also know a lot of dudes who put women. We talked about this before. Put women up on a pedestal. Yep. And then the reason why they're so shocked when their women aren't perfect is because they think, nah, my girl would never do this to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Type, type deals. And my girl would never be that girl or stuff like that. And then when she is, it's just like, damn, where did that come from? Or like, not even like in a sense of doing something bad to a relationship, but like when she's not like wifey type, mm. then he's like, you know, I thought that I got in a relationship. She'd be doing all these things. And it's just like, no, you just, you know, you also have this image of who women are supposed to be in relationships, and all women are not like, not like that. Yeah. Uh, Kiss My 007 said, men really don't have any expectations. Y'all just out here going through the motions? It's not going through the motions. The women go through the motions. The niggas accept the chick for who she is. For, for I'm only speaking for the guys that I know. Because mm-hmm. I know some dudes, and even to myself until I matured, you know, I was like what you were just saying. I was just seeing like, nah, she wouldn't do that. She not like this. Because I held her harder than I held myself at the time. Mm-hmm. To where she was doing a lot of fuck shit. Mm-hmm. And I was excusing her fuck shit because I had like this pristine view of who she was as a person. Like that's the image. That's the image. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to say God, then my girl. That's how I looked at, at the same. Right. And I didn't look at her as being a human. Right. Exactly. Uh, now, now, you know, I look at I meet a chick. She's doing all this shit. I've had hella experiences where a girl will fucking go to war for me to get me. And then when they get me, they stop doing the things that they were doing. Right. And then I call them out on this shit. Like, hey, you did all this to get me. You're not going to do this shit to keep me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drake sent a song. It's a, it's a lot of girls out here want to try me, but they don't want to buy me. They do all these things to, uh, to get me, but they don't do it to keep me. So that's me. I look at it like, yo. Boom, I ain't got no expectations. I set boundaries. You know, my thing is boundaries over expectations. Right. I'm not going to let you to do none of this shit right here. These are my boundaries. I don't have no expectations with you. Because I'm setting you up for failure already. Because if I'm not realistic with myself, how I view relationships with people, you're never going to live up to that expectation. So I have to accept you for who you are and just know, all right, she do this. I'm, I'm not with this, this, and this, and this. You do this, this, and this, and this. I can't be with you. Yeah, for me, it's like, I'm the same way. Like, whenever I meet a new dude, I go in with a clean slate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not oblivious. Like, I'm not putting nothing past no dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might be a great dude, but I'm not going to be sitting around like, oh, my nigga's not going to cheat. My nigga's not going to do this stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff because everybody is capable of anything. Yeah. But I do go in to a new relationship or dating a new guy or getting to know a new guy with a clean slate. 
and you write on your board who you are. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here like, okay, he's showing me this. I'm putting that on his board, and he's showing me that. He put that. No, you show me who you are, and I commit that to memory. And then when you start changing up, mm-hmm. then I'm like. What happened to that? You used to do that. What, yeah. You know, what happened to when you said you're not this type of person? Now you're, you're exactly who you said you weren't. You know, yeah. stuff like that. So you paint your own picture of yourself for me. I don't do it for you. Because, yeah. I mean, everybody's different. Um, Kiss My 007 said, how y'all accept people for how they are and so many men be like my baby mama changed. Those are the niggas that I spoke of, the latter. Or the niggas I just spoke about. And shit, <laughs> and a nigga can make a, a nigga will make any woman their baby mama. A nigga won't make any woman their wife or their girl. Mm. Like I said all the time, <laughs> like motherfuckers, like broke niggas don't deserve broke niggas don't deserve pussy. Pussy is the easiest, most accessible thing for motherfuckers. To, sex is the easiest, most accessible accessible thing for people to do. Mm-hmm. Alright, I met a motherfucker at a club. I've been drinking. We go out in the car. We fuck no kind of mom. Pull out, boom. You my baby mama. Right. So, niggas are... Niggas, if niggas were more selective over who they had children with than who they fuck, shit would be different. And vice versa. It's true. Like I always say, you know, niggas fuck whatever. You know, they're not always smart when they do it, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they will fuck whatever sometimes. So, well, I'll say some niggas will fuck whatever or whatever, because I know I'd be triggering. No. <laughs> I'd be triggering the hoes out here. When you say niggas, I look at it as men and women, too. I mean, yeah, I don't mean men and women, but, you know, if you want to. <laughs> That's how I personally take it. When I say niggas, I mean niggas. And when I say bitches, so, I mean bitches. I know. But, uh, yeah, so... I don't know. And I mean, I, there are baby moms that change. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There are people that change. People because change, yeah, for sure. There are people that, there's a lot of things that go into account. Like, when, when you're talking to people about their past relationships and stuff like that, you have to, like, take in all of the, the dynamics. Because if you're talking to somebody that was dating somebody from high school to 25, mm-hmm. You passing over that maturity curve, so of course they've changed. You know what I'm saying? Like some people mature after they twenty, some people don't. <laughs> so of course they changed, or you know, if he's still acting like a high school dude and she done matured because she got a kid and all that kind of stuff, of course she's gonna change because she's now she's getting frustrated with you. Yep. Now she's getting pissed off with you because you're not stepping up to be the man you need to be. And stuff like that. So, it's it's just a lot of dynamics. Yeah. You know, like. Because even I've been in through it. Like, this is a chick I was fucking with. We were young. Like, we was 18, 19. Mm-hmm. We was like, we dated. So, we stopped talking. And then y'all know the infamous night when we recorded the D house. And I was like, I'm about to go slide through on something. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting the chick up. She don't answer. So, I was like, yeah, I'm going home. She hit me back like 40 minutes later, like, no, nah, don't go home. Like, I was busy. I thought, you know, I was coming over there. Mm-hmm. So, you won't prepare for me to come? She's like, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. I was like, yo, I'll just holler at you another day. And she's like, damn, you, what happened? You used to be patient. Like, you changed. I was like, duh, my, 
if you still viewing me as a 19 year old and I'm in my 30s oh, my and you and <laughs> touching 30 mm-hmm. you have still have a, a minute view a scope of life because of course I've changed if I'm still that same person but she is still that same person I don't need to be fucked with you yeah cause you was on bullshit when we was young so that means you're just an older motherfucker and still on the same young bullshit yeah I mean it's just I mean, even from, like, college to to now, like, mm-hmm. you know, I know people that ain't, I know from college would be like, oh, you know, you kind of changed. I never expected you to be doing a podcast and, you know, stuff like that. I'm just like, well, yeah, you know, I'm 37 yeah. <laughs> now. You know, I'm not in college no more. I didn't found a career and all this kind of shit. Like, you have to evolve. Yeah. And when you don't, you you think that nobody else has, but they have. Evolve or die. Change or die. Right. Uh, 007 said, yeah, that's wild to me. You can get a divorce, but when you have a child, you have that child with that person. Yeah. I think older men get more selective, but that's irrelevant. I mean, one, having children... How can I say this without sounding problematic? (laughs) Having children is... You can say the natural way of life. Mm -hmm. Like... That's the purpose of us having sex is to procreate. Right. So naturally, I think marriage is a man-made thing. Like for for species to survive, they have to have sex and reproduce. Mm-hmm. That's science. Hopefully, I don't come off. I ain't trying to be the baby and nobody like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's what it's for. I mean, somebody gotta have sex and reproduce yeah. in, in order for kids to come. So. That shouldn't be offensive to anybody. Yeah, because they were just talking about, like, millennials are having less children than before. Like, yeah, we, y'all not paying shit. And I don't think all men, older men are selective. I think all men are selective. It's just the ones that fuck around and select to have sex with them and get a, a quote-unquote hood rat pregnant or somebody they shouldn't have a baby with. Mm, no, I would not say that men are selective. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm, ta- I'm speaking in terms of like who the fuck they want to have kids with or settle down with. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree with that. I, I because I feel like if men were more selective about who they want to have kids with, it wouldn't be so many baby mamas out here. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to put y'all like in this category of just not giving a fuck because there are plenty of men out here that are my age you know, or older that don't have kids. Yeah. And that's why, because they were like, I don't want to have some running baby mama mm-hmm. and shit like that. But for the most part, the reason why there's so many, you know, women out here with no, you know, baby daddy around yeah. or all this kind of stuff, even shit, you know, wives with no, you know, husbands around or the divorce rate is so high. It's because I think, when it comes when it comes to having a kid with somebody, men don't take it as serious. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times with men and sex, I've talked about this before too, the thirst is so high that the selectiveness goes out the window. So you just fuck whoever. And then if you're in a situation where it's racy, the yeah. sex is racy, not rapey, racy you wind up not using the condom. And then if it happens to be good, then you wind up not pulling out. <laughs> you know? 
you know, it's easy for a lot of men to just be like, fuck it. Yeah. So. Yeah. This, I think I'm going to leave this part of the conversation alone. We can <laughs> talk about this in the group chat because I'm going to come off problematic. Oh, I know man. I got some bullshit to say. But, I mean, people do change. Like, I have homegirls who've got with a nigga, like the nigga, and then got pregnant and they became like somebody I didn't recognize anymore. I also know like the girl did or the guy did? The girl. Uh-huh. And I also do I also know stories of guys that I'm cool with. I'm not gonna say we friends. Uh-huh. And I've heard uh stories of the girl who was in love with his image, uh-huh. got him, trapped him, and now she treats him like shit. Uh-huh. I mean don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to put all the blame on men. I'm just speaking to this. You know, we got into talking yeah. about men um, being selective. I just didn't. I didn't agree with that whole heart. You know, that whole statement. Yeah. So that's if, why I went in she, on that. But. If Double O said would have made that more detailed, not as broad, I can probably give more. Yeah. I just. I mean, you know, it's, it's women out there that ain't shit too. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's women out there keeping men from their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, men that want to be in their children's life. And because they don't want to be with her, she keep them away from them or, you know, whatever. It's a lot of problematic shit out there Hell yeah. that we could get into. But I got I just, a buddy going through that shit right now. Right. And I just want I just wanted to say that I didn't think that men were selective. That's all, that's all I was getting at at that time. Yeah, niggas are fucked. But I think niggas, as far as who they decide to settle down with, a lot more selective than we give them credit for. Yeah, I think, I think men are more selective. I think men are selective when it comes to a partner. Yeah. You know, some men will try to do the right thing. You know, like be with a girl because she is having his baby or be with a girl because they've been together so long or because they got history. Mm-hmm. Stay in a relationship. You know, some men will do that. And so, yes, I do agree that men are selective when it comes to a partner, but I don't yeah. think they're as selective when it comes to having a kid. Yeah. So... Most niggas was like me. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't know about the one I went now. Um, so moving on, what do you think are some qualities that makes a a person a person a good person? Uh, to, for me, they value what they value. Um, how they treat people that don't need that they don't need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I. I'm aware that I'm quite, I can be standoffish. I'm not the most sociable person in the world. Mm-hmm. But I don't treat people like shit. Right. So, I look at shit like that. Um, how do you speak about people that you're supposedly close with? Mm-hmm. I've dated girls who talk shit about somebody and then was hanging out with them the next day like talk cash shit oh this stupid bitch she da 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 mm-hmm. and next thing you know they out hanging out I'm like I don't respect that yeah. stuff like that yeah I agree I think it just comes down to basically how you treat people you know just like the purpose you put behind your intentions with people mm-hmm. like not purposely doing shit that you know is gonna hurt people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it, sometimes you do shit and it hurts people. You're like, oh man, I didn't know. You know, I didn't. I honestly didn't know that you would be offended by that or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe because you grew up a different way or whatever. But then there's people out here that just don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> you know they go, 
they're going to do what's best for them in any situation and not think about how it affects other people. And I think, I don't think those are good people. Nah. So. Those motherfuckers don't know how to survive. They don't know how to live. Right. And I try to uh, not fuck with people like that. Right. To be honest. So, yeah, I think it all comes down to, like, treating pe- just treating people good and in a sense, you know, like, regardless of who it is mm-hmm. and, and who they are to you and stuff like that, just being nice to them and treating them well and stuff like that. And then when you come across people that are not good, yeah. instead of you bending down to their level and treating them bad, you just get them out of your way. Yeah. You know, I think that makes a good person too. Where you can identify when a person is not your type of good, you know, not treating you well, and then you can get them out of your way instead of being petty or, you know, stuff like that, treating them bad and stuff like that. So, um, what are some qualities you think that makes a person a good partner? Hmm. Shit. Do you have the three C's? Are you passionate? <laughs> Are you able to communicate? And damn, communicate. And are you willing to compromise? <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't said this so damn <laughs> so long. I might need to put it in my phone. But um, you know, they have those three things for me. That's what I look for. Um, because naturally, that person don't know you mm-hmm. like that. You don't have much rapport. Are you patient? You know, are you willing to build, you know, with me mm-hmm. together for yourself? Because right. I can't stand a motherfucker that wants to sit up on me all the time. <laughs> so, I look for those things. Um, like I said in previous podcasts, I like to see, like, when a motherfucker make a mistake. Mm-hmm. To see how they talk to themselves. Because I could tell, that's a sign for me, like, how are you going to interact with me when I make a mistake? Because I'm human. Like, do you give yourself grace? Oh, okay. Because if you give yourself grace, I know in turn, you, you realize you're not perfect. When I fuck up, you're going to give me some grace back. What about yourself? Um, For me, someone that makes a good partner is someone, I use communicate also. You know what I'm saying? Someone that can openly talk to me about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not always about like deep stuff or anything like that. It's just like being able to have open communication and it's not always going to lead to an argument or stuff like that. Like, I need you to be able to communicate with me right then and not down the line. Um, I think a good partner also takes their partner well-being into consideration yeah um when it just comes to you know making sure food shelter all the basics are covered you know what i'm saying and you can work together to make sure that what you need in your relationship is working Mm -hmm. um and i think a good partner is somebody that can is willing to put in the work because relationships are work like they're not easy I mean, some relationships can be easy, you know, or easier, but they're not like you just sit back and just be in a relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if that's the case, then I could just be single. If I'm just sitting back and like not trying to figure out how to make our relationship better, 
or you know where I'm slacking or where you may be slacking and being able to have that conversation yeah. out loud and stuff like that so oh I forgot uh, motherfuckers dealing with their trauma they past trauma cause goddamn, when shit going good it's no need to interject bullshit interject bullshit into your relationship mm-hmm. I'm like god damn bro like you wanna bring drama we happy <laughs> shit smooth like I've been with a girl before and she like this is boring I thought like, what you mean it's boring I'm having a good time we go out you know fucking the hell out your ass mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, it's just boring. Like, we don't argue. Bitch, what? <laughs> what the fuck we need to argue for? I'm just not used to it. I said, oh, so you used to the bullshit. Mm-hmm, pretty much. There's nothing wrong with us sitting here. You know, I do something to piss you off. Mm-hmm. You say, hey, uh, Cora, you then flush the toilet the other night after you pee. And I don't like smelling your pee in the morning I'm like well shit my bad you know my bad I didn't want to wake you up mm-hmm. but I flush the toilet you know have a civil conversation and he trying to turn up <laughs> I will yeah, leave the fuck alone I ain't got time to be arguing with nobody yeah, no, if we can't sit down and have a serious conversation through text or phone call or face to face without it jumping off all the time then I ain't gonna be able to do yeah. it and then I hate people that when I'm addressing something that you did I didn't like you tried to deflect I hate that mm-hmm. nah you didn't do this eat it because people that do that their ego's in the way right well you did like yo nigga the fuck they gotta do with me my nigga I'm telling you what the fuck you did that I didn't like mm-hmm. if you didn't like that I did it you should have fucking addressed it at, at that, that time, time. Yep. Now, it's just like, oh, do you feel like you beyond reproach, my nigga? Right. I don't want to follow you now. Hmm. Well, do you think that you're a good partner? Yeah. But, but I'm only a good partner to a person to see relationships the way that I see them. Okay. You know, that allow me to be me. Um, they don't expect me to be perfect. They say, no, I'm going to fuck up. Um... Uh, yeah, but I've had people. I don't monogamy is hard for me to concept for me to get to, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, blah 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 blah. I'm like, oh, okay, and I had had chicks that wanted me to be their goddamn daddy. I'm not your father, my <laughs> motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So you already putting me in a position to where I'm gonna fail regardless. You know, because I tell people, hey, look, hey, I can be inconsistent. I'm moody. I'm not going to talk to you, and I'm not the most affectionate person in the world. But you always know, one thing you will always know is that I'm there for you. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not in the most talkative moods, I want some space. If you're like, hey, I really need to talk, and I'm in one of my moods, I'll break my mood to, like, yo, what's up? <laughs> talk you off your ledge. All right, bye. I'm back in the basement or on whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to my car. I'm going. I'm getting back in my shell, my nigga. But I had some people like, "Nah, you just a shitty nigga." They're like, "Why?" Well, you talk to other girls. I'm like, "Well, I want fucking them. I just like talking to people, motherfucker." Mm-hmm. Well, that I just don't like stuff like that. Why? Like, you just ain't for me. That's what it boiled down to. Like, I'm not gonna change me to fit somebody that ain't for me. 
What about you? Uh, yeah, I think I'm a good partner. I think that when I'm into somebody and like really into them, then I strive to be a good partner, yeah. regardless um, of who they are. You know what I'm saying? I'm constantly having conversations about what you like and don't like. Is this okay? You know, I'm telling you what I like and don't like. I'm telling you all that kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. know, having conversations just to make sure that the relationship is running smoothly or, you know, we're both on the same page and or it's not stuff there that you um, need to say mm-hmm. or want to say and you're not, you know, stuff like that. So... I try to make sure that my partners have the platform they need to be open yeah. in our relationship. So I think I'm a good partner. Yeah. I try to, like I said, I try to communicate. I try to keep an open ear, try to be open-minded, um, try to take care of home, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I try to do what I can do to service my partner the way they need to be serviced. Basically. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it bites me in the ass. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it works out. I've never regretted it, you yeah. know, because that's just how I am. Even with my friends, you know, I, I go above and beyond for anybody that I actually care about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if, especially if I feel like they are doing the same for me in the way they know how. Yeah. Now, Maybe, have, huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Also, have you ever had somebody try to, like, say you want a good partner just because they was on some fuck shit? Mm-hmm. I'll, talk, I'll tell that story on here. My ex did that to me. When we broke up, my ex literally told me that I was, I mean, basically, in so many words, told me that I was a bad girlfriend. Yeah. And that's why we broke up. And then I found out that it was just that his family was pressuring him to make it work with his baby mama. Yeah. Because they had a kid together, so they should be together and stuff like that. So, I haven't um, talked about that yet. What? Like, family's pressure... My family having too much input in your relationship. Mm-mm. That might seven. Uh, kiss my double O seven. That sound like a good one right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that um. So yeah, I've definitely witnessed that basically because like I, like I said, he that I would rather him have told me the truth. Yeah. And let me go about my way, you know, be sad about it for a little bit, and then get over it, versus making me feel like. Less than. Less than or not enough or just terrible. And it wasn't that I wasn't a good girlfriend. You know, I was doing or trying to do what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't let me. You know, and then you turn around and be like, well, you won't do these things. I'm just like, but I was trying to. You know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I, um, I've been there before. So, and it sucks. Yeah. Like, I just hate. My thing is that I hate being manipulated yeah you know like i hate when a person makes me feel one way so they can feel good about themselves you know or so so they can get whatever they want out of the situation like that that shit pisses me off like that will piss me off more than you telling me the truth and the truth being terrible uh she said we did with the gatekeeper one no, we didn't. Nah. Like, I don't know. What, I don't even know what you're talking about. So. But don't remember. Blame it. Blame it on my mind. I got mommy brain. I don't know what Corey's problem is. 
But if you say we did, I believe you. Concussions is my problem. Um, I don't know. Um, so in your current relationship, how has your partner helped you to become a better person? Or your most recent relationship? Nigga, I listen to I Need an Angel. My room studded every day. That makes me, that makes me uh, a better person. I was person. like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, like, that what? makes me a better person. I don't think I could get too much better of a person other than making more money. Mm-hmm. That's what, you know okay. what I'm saying? I think I I'm a double you. motherfucker. I'm just not where I'm at, where I would like to be financially right now. You feel me? I hear you, cocky. That's you know nice. what I'm saying? I think I'm golden for the motherfuckers. I want to be golden too. A lot of motherfuckers are getting bronze and a, a, a sprinkle of niggas are getting silver, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> make more money. That's all I need to do. Make more money. <laughs> um, I think for me, it's just um, me and my partner now have really good communication skills. And it's not not to say that like we don't ever communicate and it don't go sideways. <laughs> because, because it does. But, like, I can honestly say we never had, like, a real argument. You know, we've had disagreements. We've had conversations where after I'm like, bro, okay, just whatever. Like, let's just stop talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm going in another room. I need a moment because my mind is spinning. You know, shit like that. But I can honestly say that when one of us is having an issue, we can bring it up. We can converse about it. Break it down. We might not always wind up on the same side of the fence. Yeah. We might still be on different sides of the fence just looking through the chains. <laughs> but we always come to some type of conclusion. And I think yeah. that has made me a better partner because um, it helps me to be more open about what he's saying and what he wants and what he needs. Yeah. Um, and same with me. It helps me to be more open about what I want and what I need and not feeling like I need too much. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you can be in a relationship and expressing the things that you want and stuff out of the relationship and the other person make you feel like you're just doing too much. Yeah. Like, because you don't want to do that, it doesn't make sense that you should want it type mm-hmm. of deal. You know, stuff like that. So, yeah. I stopped taking, like, first, before I go there, I watched uh, Monty Williams. He coached the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. in the NBA Finals. He was saying, like, he was talking to a couple of the guys. He was like, yo, I'm not calling you out. I'm calling you up. Mm-hmm. So now I take that into, you know, I'll apply that when people address me for certain things. Because I'm doing something, obviously, that they know I can do more of and not less. So if my folks like, yo, Corey. You're not doing this, this, and this, and this. Well, obviously, that motherfucker has faith in me. Mm-hmm. That I'm able... They know they have enough faith, and they know I can do those things that they see that I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't take it too personally. It's not like a personal attack. It's like... Damn, this motherfucker got belief in me. Type shit. Mm-hmm. So... That's how I look at it now. It's not like, oh, this motherfucker picking on me. They want me to change, you know. Right. For me, I understand. I can tell when it's bullshit or when it's real. Because mm-hmm. I've dealt with a lot of people that came to me with bullshit. Because they weren't doing something. Or they feel bad about themselves. They, themselves. 
that now they're attacking me. Right. So I can tell the difference. But it's something generally like if Patty Vegan A's call me right now, so like, text me right now, like, nigga, I ain't heard from you in two weeks. Where the fuck you at? I'm not gonna be like, oh, damn, this bitch getting on me. Like, oh, damn, I ain't really hit my nigga up in a couple right. weeks. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and run my bad, bro. You know, been running around crazy. I'm sorry. I don't want you to feel like I'm neglecting you. Right. Before, I'm like, man, bitch, you can call me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tight shit. But I'm not that type of person anymore. Or I try not to be that person anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, it's good to be open in your relationships because, yeah. yeah, when you get older, you realize that, especially once you get to a stage of maturity, you got to realize that people know what they want. Yep. And if they don't, then that's worse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's easier to sit back and listen to what a person wants and being able to say, I can give you these things. I can work on get. I know I can give you these things. I know I can work on giving you these things, mm-hmm. and then these things might not happen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's easier to do that than trying to help a person figure out what they want out of a relationship. Woo! Because when you're trying to help a person find themselves, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Because there's yeah. some shit that you just can't help a person do. Like it's it's been conversation me and my partner have had. And I I literally just had to say, you know. That's just something you have to figure out for yourself. I can't help you do that. Yeah. You have to figure out how you're going to get yourself and, you know, that cleared up or whatever. So, um, it's not, like, I'm not saying that you get to a certain age or whatever or a certain maturity and you know everything about yourself because yeah. it's all you're always learning yourself. You're always learning your partner. The world changes. People evolve. You know, everybody changes. Until the day that they die. So you're constantly learning. We hope anyway. Right. So you're constantly learning yourself. If you're with your partner for years, you're constantly learning them. You're constantly learning things that y'all like together. You know, you're learning how far you're willing to go for your partner. You're learning what things you're willing to do for your partner. What things you're open to and stuff like that. So I'm not saying that they have to know 100% themselves, but... If you got somebody that start from scratch, learning themselves all over again, it's just like, mm-mm. it's some shit that you have to figure out on your own, on your own time, you know, with your own mind. <laughs> I can't help you. Do, I can't help you get it all. You know what I'm saying? I can give you examples of how I got there. You know, if it's something that like you're trying to get to where I am in a certain situation, I can give you examples of how I got there or whatever. But other than that. It's just some shit you gotta learn on your own. Yeah, and I ain't trying to help no motherfucker find out who they are. Mm-mm. Fuck that. Not on a shit. basic, not on a basic level. Oh, not dating. Now, if you want to pay me for my life coaching services, <laughs> my cash up is I'll tell you when you want to hit me up to get the motherfucker. Other than that, suck my dick. Mm-mm. No, no, I, I can't help you learn how to grow up. That ain't it. I'd have had a motherfucker. One people's like you're not a good boyfriend. You're a good person. I'm like, bitch, you don't know who the fuck you is, bitch. <laughs> don't come in that bullshit because you feel lower about yourself than what the fuck you think. Mm-hmm. Oh, she said I need to sound bite the last few minutes. Yeah, we still got to figure out how to do that. <laughs> that do that so we have some Just TikTok. go to 48 minutes and just screen record until... 
58 minutes. 50 minutes. In five seconds, you got the whole damn thing. You need some TikTok clips. Apparently, TikTok is where it's at to get like. Is jumping on there? Yeah, but I, for some reason on TikTok, it's easier. Their algorithm for you seeing people that you don't follow is better. Yeah. And so, because you can either, it's like a stream where you can either see people you follow mm -hmm. or you can see people that are for you that kind of relate to the things that you follow. So it's easier for you to run into shit that you've never seen, people that you've never seen before. Yeah. And so, like, on TikTok, when we post the stuff for the podcast, at least 100 and something, I think right now we're up to, like, 170s of people seeing the post. Yeah. And I'm like, I ain't following nobody. <laughs> ain't nobody following us. But they at least they see it. Yeah. You know, so right now, TikTok is where it's at. So, I don't know. We got to figure it out. But uh, other than that, um, how do you feel that you help your partners become better? Therapy. I'll be giving motherfuckers therapy sessions. Nah, um, I'm patient enough to help people that realize they have shortcomings mm -hmm. and they're aware of them. I'm patient enough to help them work through that shit. But they do have to have some type of self-awareness. Right, yeah. I can't date a motherfucker that has no sense of self-awareness at all. Because then you're too dependent on me mm -hmm. and all the moves you need to make for yourself. And, see, and I don't have time for this shit no more. Right. And see, for me with men, I think that you have to be, like I keep saying open-minded, but you have to be open-minded. Because, you know, like when you get to a certain age or you deal with dudes that have had so many experiences, they think they know it all. So... When you're trying to, like, guide their mind in a certain direction or, like, tell them that that ain't how it really works out here and stuff like that, they're like, nah. You know, they're super close-minded to anything that's not what they already think the world is. Yeah. So, the only way that I can help my partner become a better person for himself or for us is that him be open-minded to when I'm explaining my side of experiences and mm -hmm. something that we might be conversing about or, you know, how I see the world or anything, you know what I'm saying? Whatever we're trying to tackle or whatever that he's trying to tackle, you know, you have to be open-minded to, you might need to change your mindset on that thing. Yeah. So that's, that's why I keep saying open-minded because I've run into a many men that are so close-minded. They think that they already know it all. They think that what they know about, the world and relationships and women is concrete, you know, and the the basically the Bible, <laughs> you know, for them. And I'm like, you know, you have to treat people and experiences and situations, you have to treat them like they're all different. Yep. So, yeah. Because okay. niggas that go into new relationships looking at this, the new chick while they looked at the old chick or what they went through the old chick, mm -hmm. that relationship is going to fail. Right. Like, if you come in telling me that I'm going to be this person and I'm not that person, it's going to fail. Because I'm not going to sit back and keep trying to pull you out the barrel and you're trying to pull me in it. You know, or you're going to be sitting back telling me who I am 
and I'm trying to show you who who I am. I yeah. actually am. So I ain't got time I ain't got time for none of that type of stuff. Like that is the stuff that will irk my nerves quicker than anything else is if you sitting back telling me that I'm this because you think all women are this. Yeah. And then I'll you know question if you're still if you're not over your ex or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I had motherfuckers like, yo, well, I thought you gonna do this because my ex did that. I was like, bitch, I ain't your ex. Right. I'm like, I'm a whole different person. Yeah, nigga, get out of here. Kick rocks, motherfucker. Kick rocks. Yep. Yeah. So for me, like I said, it comes down to just my partner. If my partner's open minded to being the partner that I need. Yep. then I can be open-minded to being a part of that he needs. Yeah. And so we can help each other become better in that way, basically. Um, and that's it, really. <laughs> like, that's all it is to it. Just being able to be open-minded and being able to communicate your needs and wants. That's that's the top two things. And a lot of people don't know what the fuck they want. Right. Oh, that should be funny. Because I don't want to be everything you need. I don't want... You know, I said all the time, I don't want to be needed. I want to be wanted. Because mm-hmm. from my experiences, chicks that need me, that shit is toxic as fuck all the time. Yeah, because they don't know nothing else. Well, they don't know themselves first, first and foremost. But that's what I'm, th- that's what I'm saying. They don't know nothing else. Mm-hmm. So all they know is what you can give them. Well, I got to be my fucking Superman. And they think... The thing about girls that don't know themselves or don't know what they want from a relationship and stuff is that they take whatever the guy they like gives. Instead of, you know what I'm saying, instead of trying to find somebody that gives them what they they want, yeah. they take whatever that guy gives them. And so in those situations, they wind up in, not always, I wouldn't say like a trash relationship, make, you know, but they might just wind up in a relationship they don't necessarily feel happy in. Yep. And it's not always, not being happy in your relationship is not always that your partner is a bad partner. They might just not be the partner for you. Exactly. So, and that's the same with men. You know what I'm saying? Dudes jump into relationships too because they don't know what they want from a woman. They don't know, like, the type of relationship they want. They don't know, you know, what they want from a wife <laughs> and stuff like that. And so they wind up with women that's not giving them the things that they need need or want out of a relationship. Especially if you start maturing and you're like, I actually want this stuff. And then you start asking these things of your partner all of a sudden. And then she's like, why do you want these things all of a sudden? I've never given you this before. And it's because you didn't know what you wanted, you required from jump. Facts. So... Yeah, it's tough out here. <laughs> you know, I always I keep saying that you know, patience is your best friend, especially when it comes to relationships and stuff and dating. Patience is your best friend, or you'll be you'll wind up, you know, in a relationship because of history, and trying to make it work, or settling and not very happy because, you know, you kind of jumped into something that you wasn't sure about. So. I don't know. Anything else you have on this topic about good partners and good people? Hey, man. Great sex don't mean that motherfucker's a good person or a great partner, <laughs> motherfucker. I'll say that. So I done had some amazing pussy thrown my way 
from a dreadful motherfucker. I I wish more people could separate. Like even in even when you're in a relationship, I wish more people could separate the sex from the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got you have those charts where the two circles overlap a little bit in the middle. Yeah. I wish people could do that more with relationship and sex and just have that little bit in the middle where feelings yeah. is there and that's what affects the sex when it comes to being in a relationship with somebody. You know, because, you know, people talk about how when you get in a relationship with somebody, the sex is better because it's feelings there. You know, you care about their person and stuff like that. So I get that, but I still wish that people could separate sex and relationships because sometimes... Sometimes, and me too, I've gotten caught up in, in myself from having good sex with somebody um, and, you know, contemplated, like, is this a, a good dude or, or something like that? But I've, at the same, I've always come back and been yeah. like, nah, we don't need to be, <laughs> you know, he ain't, he ain't for me, yeah. relationship-wise. You know what I'm saying? That's just me separating the sex from the relationship because... You can have good sex with somebody and that person can be a good person. They can treat you great as a friend. You know what I'm saying? And the sex be great, but relationship-wise, yeah. it's like... Yeah, I got a couple. <laughs> I had a couple homegirls like that. Like, I was texting one of them. Uh, she's like, yo. She's like, yeah, I miss that dick. She's like, you know, I had to take like three, four month breaks from you because I was getting my feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, you're a good person. She's like, you're a great friend, but she's like, I didn't want to ruin our friendship trying to be in a relationship with you knowing you didn't want that. Right. And like I said, I've been there too. And like, honestly, those situations where you're messing with somebody and the sex is good and the person is good, it makes the sex better. You know what I'm saying? Because you can just be yourself with that person. There's no like real sexual boundaries. You can just do what you do and it's not about like, the relationship y'all have with each other because you're comfortable with each other yeah. and stuff like that. So it will bring about feelings because you're like, all of this is so good. Maybe I should be thinking about, a, you know, a mm-hmm. real relationship. But like I said, just because sex is good and the person is good, don't mean the relationship is going to be good. So it's a whole different dynamic. So like I said, I ain't ashamed to be, say that I've gotten caught up a couple of times like that yeah. just because the sex was great. And then the person was a good person. You know, he treated me good. And so, in that sense, the sexual chemistry went up. And so, it just made everything better. And I was like, damn. <laughs> so, but I had to take a break, too. Yeah. You know, and, and then it was like, all right, we can be cut buddies again. Type shit, so. Yeah, that motherfucker. I've been there before. That nigga's like, yeah, I miss you. She like, I, she like, she like, you know, we text and talk all the time. She's like, I miss that dick, though. She's like, well, I already know if I fuck you, I ain't we can fuck like two times in a row. And then I can't fuck you no more for some months. And I just cackled, bro. I thought like, that's funny as hell. Yeah, I mean it ain't easy. And like yeah. I said, I'm not I'm not gonna be sitting here faking the funk like that shit ain't supposed to happen yeah. because it happens. You know what I'm saying? It's I think it's natural. Honestly, like you want to you gravitate towards good people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you gravitate towards people that treat you well. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you got all those hormones and endorphins and all that shit also going from great sex, 
Bring up the light skin king again. The nigga said, "Why do we why would do we risk our relationship for a relationship?" Yeah. I felt that. I was like, "Hmm, all these people I knew that we was just good. Mm-hmm. We might have fucked a couple of times, and then you want to be with me and shit to go down the hill, mm-hmm. down the drain." Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think we dropped some gems this episode, and Dee's gonna be happy because it's not a long episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anything else you want to drop? Nope. Wash your that. ass. It's hot. Oh, okay. I was in Florida smelling some fishy vagina and musty nuts. Goddamn it! With a mask on, I can smell musty nuts and vagina. <laughs> Wash your ass. It's too goddamn hot. Feel to be out here at eight o'clock in the morning, musty. Mm. Wash your mm. goddamn ass. Mm. But yeah, that's another episode from Who Taught You the Podcast. Your favorite host, me, Adrian Cherie, and Corey. Corey knows. C H O R E Y knows. Um, follow us everywhere on Twitter. Who Taught You Pod. Um, TikTok. Who Taught You Podcast. Twitch, the video will be up for 14 days at Who Taught You Podcast. Um, the YouTube video will be up later today or tomorrow. Uh, that's Who Taught You Question Mark the Podcast. Why are you your face? <laughs> 007. Um, and then you can follow me on Twitter. I'm getting back active on there. Uh, it's Inked Robot 13. I-N-K-E-D Robot number 13. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at inkspill, I-N-K-S-P underscore I-L-L. Uh, I am on TikTok. I've been trying to put my food up lately. Um, I'm trying to get my blog together. I've been writing again. My website for all my blogs, my um, erotic blogs is www.thefantasiesofarepressedinfo.wordpress.com. The fantasies of a nympho.wordpress.com. Um, it's about 13 stories up there that's open to read so go check those out let me know um, leave comments cause I know I see people reading them but I never know like do y'all think it's good or <laughs> or what so you know oh his wash your ass comment <laughs> man look speaking of ass I'm in Florida mm-hmm. guess who I asked I see rolling flipping up a goddamn pole Seven Eleven fan girl I said let me cut this shit off <laughs> this nigga up here Twitching and twatting and yeah. shaking all that ass out like Jesus. She got shit to do. She's trying to get her skills right. I mean, I know. I definitely like her. Look at this. <laughs> Motherfucking love with her body. I said, God damn. Yeah, I wish I was that confident. I'm ready to see this after baby body to see what, if I'm just going to let it go or <laughs> get in the gym. I'm hoping that the rumors are true that if you breastfeed and stuff, you kind of tighten back up. Yeah. Then I'll be good to go. If not, we got to hit the gym. But yeah, um, I, I think I'm gonna go back and get my uh, CPT certified personal trainer. Oh, okay. Thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Go for it, man. I need to I need some money. I need to make more money. Yeah, like I said, I'm trying to get. I didn't. Well, you can't see it today, but y'all seen it on the past episodes. That um, I got my chalkboard wall painted. Finally, uh, so now I can start actually putting my goals and yeah. all that kind of stuff on the wall, so I can actually see it. I'm gonna put my um, vision board on that wall because I was gonna put it on a different wall, but I'm gonna put it over here. 
yeah. with all my other goals and stuff. So, like I said, I started writing again. It's the it's www.therepressedinfo at well, the fantasies, my bad, the fantasies of a repressed info dot wordpress dot com. Yeah. Go on there. The stories are not long at all. It might be like one or two pages, if that, one, one and a half. Check them out. Leave a comment. Let me know what you, you know what you think about it. Hit me up on Twitter about them. Um, like I said, follow me on TikTok. It's Chef Adrian Cherie on there. I've been posting my food, and I'm trying to get that blog together, too, because, um, me and my partner, we go to a lot of places to eat. Right. And there's no reason why I should be going to all these places to eat and not telling y'all about my experiences. So I'm trying to get that together. And I've been watching a lot of um, food bloggers, trying to see like a format for TikTok that I can get together for that works for me. So I can just get on there, post what I need to post, and get off. And I'm not doing a whole bunch of extra shit. So yeah. trying to make shit shake. You know what I'm saying? Even if it don't make me no money. I just want to feel fulfilled in life. I want to feel like I'm doing shit, putting shit out there, see where it takes me. Um, oh, and also the sauce website, if you've bought sauces from me and know that I sell sauces, sauce website is down right now. Well, it should all just say out of stock because baby's on the way. I don't want people to be putting in orders because ironically, all this time has passed and now people are like, hey, I want to order some sauce. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I don't want people putting in orders and then the baby come and I can't fulfill the orders. So I got to yeah. refund money and shit like that. So it'll be back up once we get our lives together here. Um, I think that's it. Thinking about doing a mommy cast. Thinking about doing a mommy podcast. Um, who gave me that? Oh, v gave, v gave me, Miss V gave me that idea. So I'm thinking about doing that once a month. Just, um, Probably going back and updating, like, my experience with being pregnant on a few episodes. And then, you know, a month-to-month update on how being a mom is. So, we'll see. Got lots of ideas. I just got to get them on the... (laughs) I just got to get them written on the wall so I can, like, keep track of what I need to be doing. And I'm trying to get back into gaming, too. So, that's a lot of stuff. What about you? Hey, man, I had a dream I was doing stand-up. So, I guess that means I need to go... Take masks and do an open mic. Need to get back to it. Shit's opening back up. I know. Hopefully, I don't get canceled because I got some bad, rare bad jokes. Did you know that skewers changed their name? To what? I rode by it the other day because I don't know where I was at or where I was going or coming from. But sometimes I'll take the long way home. What is it? I don't remember what it's called. I'll look it up. But it's not skewers no more. It's called something else. Yeah. But whenever I think of stand up amateur stand-up or like amateur bands and stuff i think of skewers because yeah. that's where everybody signs up to do shit but yeah i was gonna, i had a dream i was at um good night's comedy club in downtown mm-hmm. raleigh and i was mm-hmm. making motherfuckers laugh i was like hmm, maybe i need to just go out there yeah they have amateur nights too yeah and my nigga boogie been uh, telling me to carry my ass out there what you call it and carry improv yeah i was gonna sign i'm going to sign up i got my little cavassier notebook i didn't bring them today mm-hmm I was supposed to be writing my goals in for the last two weeks and I have wrote not a page in that bitch. You see my wall? <laughs> it's there. <laughs> I think I'm going to go over I didn't realize how therapeutic painting was. Yeah. Because um, Baby Daddy painted the wall for me. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when I was looking at it, there was some, like, lighter spots and stuff. So I came in here and just, I wrote on it just to see 
how it felt and stuff like that and then I just painted over mm -hmm. again cleaned up some spots or whatever so but now I need to put stuff I need to actually put stuff on there yeah but I didn't realize how therapeutic painting was now mm -hmm. I see why the karate kid was doing that for his training all I know is uh I'll be glad my bike come in the mail I might start a, a black biting biking group oh cool let me know about that because I my plan is to give me some skates because yeah. I've been wanting to skate really bad since before my before I got pregnant, I, you know, I had always been talking about skating. Mm -hmm. So I'm planning to get some skates. I'm planning to get me a bicycle. I'm hoping, hoping that baby daddy gets me a Peloton for Christmas. <laughs> um, if he does, then I got to figure out something big to get him. <laughs> but I want to scream. You hear that? He, well, he be listening. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's my plan. So if you do decide to start it, let me know. For sure. I will get me a bicycle. I'm a little weary about those, like, the seats that you put on the back of the bike for the kids, so mm. he might not come, but I'm here for it. You get a little basket. Oh, the one that pulls behind? Mm -hmm. Right. I might do that. Yeah, so if you decide to start it up, just let me know. I I'm got here. you, Tim. I don't stay far anymore, so I'm here for it. Yeah, I'll probably ride the house in, like, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's going that. Yeah, that's all I got, Shorty. Corey knows C H O R E Y knows Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, also TikTok. I haven't posted another video because I don't know how to use it yet. But yeah, follow us on all of your platforming uh, places. <laughs> you already know what they are: YouTube, Twitch, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Google, whatever, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Follow us on all of those. Like, comment, rate. Um, like, comment, rate, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> and let us know what you think. Like I said, we just be sitting here waiting for feedback. We know you're listening because we see the stats, but we just don't know what you think about the podcast. And we might have to turn it up. We might have to start saying anchor and shit, so y'all can fuss at us a little bit or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck around the pussy. Saying ignorant shit as jokes or whatever, just so y'all can get triggered and leave some comments so we'll figure it out um oh last comment last announcement next week it next week if i don't go into labor before thursday will be our last episode until all of us get our lives together <laughs> so um because i'm due next friday so we'll see but yeah next week will be our last episode i forgot what the topic is but i'll post it i'll do better i'll be tired um so yeah until next week. Class dismissed.